Okay, okay, what a show, what a show. All kinds of stuff happening today. Um, let's start with the bad news. Uh, Cinnamon Boy is coming into the studio today. Someone who I cannot stand. But for whatever reason, he likes to drop by. He hasn't been here for a while, thank God, but Cinnamon Boy is coming. Also, uh, I'm going to play a beautiful piece of music for you. It's from a classic rock and roll band. It's a famous piece of music, famous song. And uh, it's a little snippet that I grabbed when I was at a live concert event. And it's like a little two, three minute clip. And uh, I just really love it. It's got a lot of soul, a lot of lot of oomph to it. So I'm going to play that for you. Hopefully you'll, you'll enjoy that little snippet from a live concert I was at. I won't tell you the band yet, but you'll find out soon enough. Also, we're going we're gonna to dip into the listener mailbag today. We got all kinds of letters that have been coming into the, to the Harland Highway mailbag. So we're going to read a bunch of those and, and get you some answers and, and solutions and, and just talk about you and your needs and your letters. Uh, so uh, we got a lot going on today. And uh, as you know, I'm on my little uh, cruise down in the Amazon, but that doesn't mean you can't enjoy this show. This is the Harland Highway. Sit down, strap in, and tighten your diaper. Come here, baby. You're about to go down the Harland Highway. I didn't bargain for this. Oh, yes, you did. Chicka, chicka, chow, chicka, chicka, chow, main baby. And the creature from outer space. Please don't stop. I got a mean and ugly face. Magnificent performance. This is the Harlan Highway. I hate you. Well, that's the way it goes. <laughs> what do you say we get down to business? Okay, so I think I'm going to start the show today with a little musical treat. I don't know how many of you are classic rock fans, but, you know, there's some music, there's some songs, it just it doesn't matter what genre of music you listen to, there's some, some pieces of music that are just, like, universally loved by almost everyone. I won't say all of you love it, but, you know, it, it's... Uh, it's sometimes just a magical um, magical tune that makes it over that hump. And uh, I was digging through some of my old audio files, and uh, I found a really cool clip that I want to share with you guys and gals. Um, I think I told you in the fall I went to this, this thing called Desert Trip. It was a big concert out in the desert. It's on the grounds where they do Coachella. And uh, it was an incredible concert. The Who, the Rolling Stones, Paul McCartney, Neil Young, Bob Dylan, and Roger Waters from Pink Floyd. And uh, it was just phenomenal. It was a three-day event, and I recorded some little snippets. And so what I want to uh, play for you guys now is uh, a snippet from uh, a very famous Pink Floyd song off of um, Dark Side of the Moon. And uh, it, it's this, it's this song. I think it's from the song "Breathe." I could be wrong. I I'm not sure if I have the name of the song, but I think it's called "Breathe." 
And there's a uh, a moment in the song, towards the middle of the song, where the female vocalist uh, takes over and just does this this soul wrenching like well 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 yeah you know I can't do it justice obviously. But it's it's a famous moment, and uh, so picture me standing out in the middle of the desert. It's that 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 nighttime hot desert air. There's like a hot desert wind blowing, and Roger Waters has been on stage, and all this cool animation on the backdrop, and all of a sudden the lights go down low, and he does this song, and it comes up on that solo where the girl just lets it rip. And in this case, it was kind of duet. Two girls came out. I don't think it was the original girls that, that did the uh, the wailing on the original album, which I think came out in the 60s maybe, the early 70s. It's an old album. But it stands the test of time. And so this is like, uh, this is the moment when these uh, younger, updated versions of the that girl came out. And they just let it rip, and uh, you'll you'll hear just uh, it's like a three three four minute clip, and uh, hopefully you'll get a vibe, a sense of what it was like to be out there standing in the desert at night, in the dark, the stars, there was a full moon in the sky. I mean, it couldn't have been a better scenario. And uh, Roger Waters does this song, and then it comes up on this this uh, solo with the girls singing, and uh, without further ado. Have a listen. I hope you enjoy it.
there you go. Just a little snippet. I thought you might enjoy it. I mean, the, the vocals are just so clean and intense and pure and beautiful. My God. And uh, on top of that, just, you know, I, I thought you might enjoy the ambiance of the crowd. And, you know, you could hear how deep the crowd went and how big it was. And I got to tell you, man, if, if, you, if they do another desert trip, which there's rumors of, if they do another one this year, I recommend you go, man. It was a really good time and uh, a, a great diverse group of uh, artists, rock and roll classic uh, bands, personalities, singers, musicians, just the bomb, baby. So there you go, a little, little, uh, little uh, musical treat to uh, kick off today's Harland Highway podcast. Hope you enjoyed it. Yes. Here we go. Listen to that. That's that's the mail. This is the emails I get. Somehow they're on paper. I don't know how, but uh, I figured uh, we got we got a lot of letters in the mail bag. We should probably uh, get through some of them. Um, you know, I mean that's why you write them. So here's one from Jeff G. Harland, you were talking about spiders in your house and whatnot. I just found a huge one in my house and had to kill it. Tomorrow I will spray the inside of the house because I haven't done it in a while and that shit creeps me out. Anyways, I'm sending you a picture of a huge spider that seems to be at work almost every day in the volleyball court area that I check. Where are you working, dude? Club Med? He says, I'm a security guard. I walk down the steps and this spider is always in the same spot watching me as I go down and come up. It's creeping me out. I don't like spiders. I also don't. I also really don't like killing things, but if they're in my house, I will kill it. Outside, I don't really like killing killing anything. But should I try to pick him up with something and throw him over the fence? And if I do that, and if he comes back and he's there the next day, then what? Then I'm creeped out forever. So I'm damned if I do, and I damned if I don't. I can't believe no one else has seen this thing or killed him or whatever. I guess he's freaking everybody out. I'll leave it up to you. Should I toss him over the fence, which is about 40 feet away into the vegetated area because I live in Tucson. We have all these nasty bugs like scorpions and whatnot. And what if this is some sort of jumping spider and I try to pick him up and he jumps on me? Then I would really freak out. So I'll leave it up to you. Thanks. Love the show. Wow. All right, Jeff. You're leaving it up to me, huh? Well... You know what? I say, I say, let them live. I say, I say, let them be. And if nothing else, instead of being creeped out every night, you know, because you apparently that, you know, and Jeff, by the way, sent me a picture of this spider. He has, he shone his flashlight on it. It is a big ass spider. You know, it sounds like you got one of those those night security jobs where it's kind of lonely and you got to walk around and nothing very eventful ever happens and you shine your light and you pull some doors and you check some locks and windows. 
But it sounds like this little spider or this big spider kind of spices your night up a little bit. It's kind of like he gives you a little bit of an adrenaline rush because he freaks you out. And who knows, maybe, maybe the spiders come to like you. Maybe the spider comes out because, you know, spiders are very good at sensing movement. They feel vibrations in the air and in the ground. And maybe, maybe he's come to count on you as a reliable little friend. Why don't you think of him as your buddy, Jeff? And every night, just like a faithful dog, he, he hears your footsteps coming with your, your black issues, security guard shoes. As you step along the concrete and in his little spider brain, he's like, oh, here comes my friendly little buddy Jeff with the flashlight. He's going to light me up and I'm going to put on a little show for him and just let him know that I'm out here eating bugs for him so that when he's walking around checking his doors and windows, he's not getting bit by mosquitoes. That's right. I'm going to catch him in my web and I'm going to take care of my little buddy Jeff, the security guard, the night security guard. He's my buddy. Every night he acknowledges me. If, if, if this spider knew that you were planning on killing him, Jeff, I mean, what a way to rend, uh, ruin a friendship, buddy. So I say because he's outside, he's not in your house, he's not affecting you directly just because you're a little creeped out by him. Why don't you do this? Let him live. Let's choose life, buddy. But to make it more palatable, to make it more so you're not creeped out, why don't you personalize the spider? Why don't you give him a a name like Melvin? Can you call him Melvin? And then every night it'll give you something to look forward to to, to as well. It won't be so lonely out there on the the security guard trail. (laughs) And I'm going to offer this up to you. Why don't you start talking to him? I know it sounds crazy, but I have a feeling you're going to start looking forward to seeing them. You're going to start creating a little imaginary friendship. Maybe you'll even write a book about it one day. But from now on, I want you to, whenever you walk and you see, you shine your flashlight and there's Melvin, I want you to go, oh, hello, Melvin. Good evening, Melvin. How are you tonight, Melvin? You know what I mean? Form a, a relationship. Create a bond with Melvin. Instead of fearing Melvin, embrace Melvin, love Melvin, become friends with Melvin. You're a security guard. Be protective of your new friend, Melvin. Melvin the spider, the night spider. And you don't have to walk right up to him. You don't have to get within five feet where he could maybe, as you say, jump on you. But why don't you start looking forward to it like every night he's your little highlight. It's like, oh boy, there's another door that's locked. There's another window latch that's locked. All right. Oh, 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 Melvin. Hey, Melvin, how are you, buddy? Hey, what's up, Melvin? How was your day, Melvin? You catch any good bugs tonight, Melvin? I missed you, buddy. And maybe what, uh, this is crazy. Maybe once you build a little trust with Melvin, once you get closer... Jeff, why not maybe, uh, this is just me thinking out loud, maybe throw a grasshopper in his web. Maybe an inchworm, a a housefly. Bring Melvin a little snack. Bring him a little treat. It's almost like you've been cooking all day for Melvin, but you don't have to cook. You can just find a bug. Oh, I think this is going to be a good friendship. If you'll give it a chance, Jeff, instead of murdering this, 
This innocent spider who really has committed no crime has done nothing to you. His only crime is that he looks creepy. But maybe you look creepy to him too, so why don't we bridge our differences? And I want you to start every night saying out loud, not in your head, because that doesn't count. There's no one around, Jeff. I want you to start talking out loud. Hello, Melvin. (laughs) Good evening, Melvin. I've missed you, my friend, and I have a feeling, I have a feeling your, your disgusted feelings, your creepy feelings, your fear of Melvin is slowly going to fade away, and I have a feeling you're going to start to bond with Melvin, and I think you're going to miss Melvin, and I think you're going to think about Melvin when you're not even at work, and I dare say the night that Melvin doesn't appear, you're going to be sad, Jeff. You're going to be sad that your little buddy Melvin is gone. So why don't you enjoy Melvin while you can? Embrace Melvin. Become friends with Melvin. Let Melvin live. And just spread the love, buddy. Okay? So there you go. There's Jeff G's. I can't wait to hear. I want to hear a follow-up letter on this, Jeff. I, I really want you to do it. Maybe even take your cell phone out and record a little moment of conversation of you talking to Melvin. I think we'd all like to hear that, right, Pavement Pounders? Do we all want to hear Jeff talking to Melvin at night? I do. I really do. So there you go, Jeff. There's your assignment. Make friends with Melvin and record a little uh, conversation, and we look forward to that, Jeff. Thank you for writing. Excellent letter. Excellent picture. And uh, let's see what else we got in here. Let's see what else we got in the uh, in the uh, Harland Highway mailbag. Here we go. Here's a letter from Kathy. Subject, praise. Oh, I like praise. Okay. Kathy says, I just saw your movie Superstar the other day. Wow, cool. I loved your character. character. I really wish there were more movies with you in them. I never get enough of your movies. Loved Down Periscope and Rocket Man. Do directors let you have enough leeway to be able to bring out your personality slash humor? It would be nice to have you do a live show in Rapid City, South Dakota, USA, but I don't know if our area is large enough. Your devoted fan, Kathy. Oh, my God. Kathy, that is praise. Thank you. I'm so glad you love Superstar. What a fun movie. I wish I was in more movies, too. But, you know, Hollywood's a cruel animal, man. They want to work with you when you're younger and you're hotter and everyone wants you. But when you start to get a little older, it hurts, man. Hollywood kind of turns their back on you as quickly as they embrace you. I've said it before. There's very few actors that that have a lasting, full-blown, 10 out of 10 acting career. You know, you got your... Brad Pitt's and your Jack Nicholson's and your Meryl Streep's and your Dustin Hoffman's, but where's Cameron Diaz these days? Where's uh, where's Demi Moore? Where's where's all these people? You know, all these people were so hot. Where's where's uh, where's Drew Barrymore? Where's uh, you know, where's Jim Carrey? It, 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 where's Mike Myers? It's it, it's very ooh, it's a tough industry, man. They love you when they love you, but when they shift gears and start to forget you, see you later. 
So, hey, I'm, I'm still out there uh, trying, trying to get more movies going, but, uh, you know, it's not always uh, in my hands, and hopefully uh, there'll be some more, and I'll let you know about that. Sounds good. Uh, thank you for the letter, and, and I don't have any tour dates lined up for uh, Rapid City, South Dakota. I wish I did. I don't think there's any comedy clubs up there. So, um... I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna hope that one day there is, and then uh, move on. All right, let's do another letter. What do we got here? All right, this one is there's no name here, but it says hi Harlan. Just wanted to thank you personally for everything you did to help this asshole get elected. Haven't listened to your show since the election. I am poor as shit. My daughter is going to college, and I can't get a dime from the federal government to help as we spend millions to drop bombs on people. Always plenty of money to hurt people, never a dime to help anyone because that would be communism. Thanks for helping to make the world a better place, douche. Wow. All right, I went from praise to, uh, you know, right into the freaking dumpster with this letter. But, I, hey, I've, I've always said to you guys, write whatever you want. Um... And I'll comment about, without getting too political, this, this, um, this, this listener did not leave uh, a name, so I can't address this person by name. And they say they haven't listened to my show since the election. I have a sneaky feeling that's not true. But, whatever. But it sounds like this gentleman, or woman for all that matter, I don't know, um is more than just angry at Donald Trump and the results of the election. I I detect that there's some anger at the world, some anger at life, and I will not chastise you for that. I will not uh, I will not um, knock you for that. Listen, it sounds like as in your own words, you said you're as poor as shit and you can't get money for your daughter for college and it sounds like times are a little tough. And uh, I feel for you, man. I've been there myself, and I think everyone listening's been there themselves. And and I, I get the feeling from your letter, and I'm not a psychoanalyst, but I get the feeling that you've got just a bit of a, a, a vein of anger running at the whole world and maybe at your own situation and that you're not able to make ends meet. And uh, I feel for that. Um. And all I can say, buddy, is this, that I, I, it sounds like you hate Donald Trump, and I'm not going to try and change your mind on Donald Trump. If you want to hate him, hate him. All I can say is I hope that Donald Trump, as I would hope for any president, will help stimulate the economy, will help generate more money for people that need it, help create jobs, and help uh, you know, assist in somehow um, helping your daughter through college. Now, I don't know if he will or he won't, but, but you know, we can sit around and be negative and we can sit around and call people names all day long, but, you know, it's up to us to try and be positive and, and hope for the best because, you know, let's be honest, if Donald Trump does well, and, and he succeeds at doing things 
for we the people, then we all do well. And if he spends all his money dropping bombs, if he spends all the tax mayor money dropping bombs and doing things that don't help us, then shame on him. And and I, I hear you, man. I'm with you. But let's not hate just because he's a man named Donald Trump, just because he's not from the party we wanted. I think we have to... Uh, as I would say for any elected president, Democrat or Republican, give a chance, see what happens, hope for the best, and uh, and and let's see if, if maybe things change. You have every right as, a, as an American to be angry if you want to, but um, I would also say that carrying around that type of anger is not healthy. It's not good for your spirit. It's not good for your well-being. And sometimes it just it carries through into every facet of your life. And so I would encourage you to try and see uh, some type of silver lining and, and, and hope that, you know, there's uh, better things coming and that maybe Donald Trump can be a... Uh, an instrument that that helps things to get better but I, I don't have the answer only time will tell so I'm I'm sorry that you're uh, that you're in a bad place uh, and no I don't like it that you call me names but uh, as I say I I think you're you've got some pent-up anger and uh, all I can say is I, I I hope things get better I'm I'm wishing Nothing but the best for you and for your daughter. And if things do get better, I would love you to uh, write back and uh, and let us know because uh, we all want the best for you. So thank you for writing, even though you kind of slammed me a bit. I'll I'll take it. I'll take it. And uh, and uh, hopefully, you know, in taking it, I can uh, show you that. Uh, compassion and understanding trumps anger and aggression so i'm on your side bro uh all good things to you all right so let's keep moving on let's let's do another letter boy that we we shifted gears right there from from uh friendly fire to hostile fire but that's okay um Let's see what else we got here. Let's see if we can find something in the middle. Here we go. Here's a letter from Mark. All right. Mark says, just a quick note to say thank you. Uh, The message says, our son is autistic and does a lot of scripting. I'm, I'm not sure what that is, but I guess it's something that autistic children do. He does a lot of scripting. Since watching Puppy Dog Pals, that's my new Disney cartoon that I've been talking about, there was an episode called the Go Long Retriever, and our son now says, play fetch with me. <laughs> well, play fetch with me was a repetitive line in the episode, the Go Long Retriever. Uh, ALS, he scripts, hello, is that you from Rocket Man? Okay, well, that's a, a, a live action movie I did. Um, and then uh, Mark says, thanks for the laughs for grownups. More importantly, being like myself, giving kids like our son Ethan a voice in the noise of life. Wow. Boy, oh boy. 
That is just a, a great letter. Mark, thank you so much. I, I, I'll tell you what, it's, uh, you know, you, when I do these projects, when I do movies, when I do animation, and Puppy Dog Pals is an animated show that I created for Disney, you know, at, at, at the base, you're kind of looking to entertain people, put a smile on their face, make them laugh, make them think. But whenever something goes a little deeper, and a child is born into this world who, who you know, doesn't have the good fortune of, of, you know, being the same as everyone else. Uh, when a child has a disability, is what I'm trying to say. And believe me, I know I have a family member who's in the same boat. It sure is fulfilling when something you do can get through to the to a person that uh as as mark pointed out um sometimes has trouble having things getting through to them and that that fills me up with real joy it it fills me up with uh with you know more than any accolades or any paycheck or anything like that could accomplish and uh and so um you know that's just amazing. So thank you so much for that letter, and uh, we're thinking of your son and, and hope that many, many more nutty, crazy, silly uh, things that I might say or do get through uh, to Ethan, and he connects uh, even deeper and, and more in-depth with you and the world around him and your whole family. Wow. I love that. I love hearing that. That's great. All right, I think, can we do one more letter, Raj? We're, we got a real good, uh, we got a real good collection of uh, crazy letters today. I'm really liking the variety here. Um, let's see what else we got here in the mailbag. Oh, here's another one about puppy dog pals. This is from Michelle. And she says, my daughter will be three on May 13th. We have only watched the trailers a hundred times for Puppy Dog Pal. She hasn't watched a full episode, and this is already her favorite show. Yay! She wants a Puppy Dog Pal's birthday party now. <laughs> That's great. Will you have any products for sale prior to her birthday? I saw that some books are on pre-order till June. Hoping to get her something Puppy Dog Pals for her third birthday Please let me know. Thanks so much for this show, Michelle. Well, guess what, Michelle? Yes, the, the books are on pre-order. And just a little FYI, I actually wrote one of the books. So one of the books coming out is, is a Puppy Dog Pals joke book. And Disney asked me to write it. And it was I've written a lot of stuff. This was one of the hardest joke books. This is one of the hardest things I've ever had to write. I think I had to come up with 300 jokes or 500 jokes. I can't remember the number. It was huge. And I'm like, oh, God. When they asked me to do it, I thought, yeah, I'll come up with 25 jokes. And they wanted tons of jokes. Because I guess, you know, they keep some and they lose some. But, oh, my God, it was challenging. So... So keep a lookout for the Puppy Dog Pals joke book, which I, I wrote. It's just full of dog and pet jokes and characters from the show. And then as far as the other toys, like plush toys and lunch boxes, and I don't know what else they're going to make, it looks like they're shooting for the summertime to get that stuff out to the marketplace. So, yes, there will be Puppy Dog Pals merchandise. 
And I can't wait to see what it is. I don't know what it is yet myself. But um, I hope you and your three-year-old daughter will love it. And uh, please let me know what you uh, what you find out. So there you go. Thank you for writing. And uh, you know what? I think uh, we, we should end up to a nice, upbeat, beautiful letter. I think we'll leave it right there. Rod, let's close up the uh, listener mailbag. And uh, thank you for writing. If you guys ever want to write to me, you can write to me at harlandwilliams.com. There's a contact link. And uh, I may read your your mean or friendly or nice or stupid or silly letter on the show. It doesn't matter. Uh, but thank you all for writing. I appreciate hearing from you. And, uh, you know, the, the gentleman that was angry, I, I hope you decide to tune back into the show. Don't, don't let our political differences uh, push you away from enjoying the rest of the content that I provide, which is primarily to try and make you feel good and put a smile on your face, okay? So if you're coming back, welcome back. And uh, we'll shut the uh, listener mailbag right there. Shut her up, Raj. Another letter from our listeners. boy oh god what roger who let him in here i'm cinnamon boy and i love cinnamon uh what are you doing here kid i just thought i'd drop by and talk about things surely surely yes indeedy okay you want to you want to talk about things that's what i said indeedy surely yes i doey doey all right can you knock off the goofy talk what do you want to talk about? Well, there's all kinds of things to talk about in the world, isn't there? Oh, there are. There are many billions and trillions of things, Cinnamon Boy. Well? Yes, well what? Well, maybe we could talk about just one of them. Uh-huh, and which one would that be? Cinnamon! Because I'm Cinnamon Boy, and I love cinnamon! Okay, here we go. See... You always say you want to drop by, chit-chat, talk about things. Surely, surely, yes, I do-ee. And, and we always end up going back to one topic. Cinnamon, because I'm Cinnamon Boy, and I love cinnamon! Stop it! Okay? There's more. Look, can I just educate you, Cinnamon Boy? Okay, I guess. And stop crossing your eyes when I talk to you. Now, there's, there's a big world out there, kid, and there's a lot going on. There's countries, there's continents, there's oceans, there's land masses, there's cinnamon! Yes. Okay, yes, I give in to that. There is even cinnamon out there, okay? But that doesn't mean that's all you talk about. Can you try talking about something else? Okay, like what, Shirley, Shirley? If, Okay, look, let me pick a simple topic. Why don't we talk about um, grocery shopping? You know, just something really simple. You go to the grocery store, you get a shopping cart, and you buy cinnamon! Because I'm Cinnamon Boy, and I love cinnamon! Stop it! Wrong topic. Okay. Let me, let me pick something where there's... There's no connection to cinnamon. Well, I don't know if that's possible, is it? Oh, it is, yes. How about this? 
how about we're in the plains of Africa and there's an elephant, okay? There's an elephant and he's walking along. Have you ever heard of an elephant? I sure have. Okay, and well, I know that they're big. All right, see, and they're gray. All right, now we're see we're we're starting to talk about something else. Is there anything else about elephants? Well, I know that they're big and they're gray. Yes, and they're not cinnamon. I only want to talk about cinnamon because I'm cinnamon boy and I love cinnamon. Stop it! Holy shit, dude! Everything doesn't revolve around cinnamon. It sure does, because I'm Cinnamon Boy, and I love cinnamon. You know what? Out. I'm not going to sit here, no matter what I do, no matter what I say. It's always going to be about cinnamon. Cinnamon. Surely, surely everyone must love cinnamon. No, they don't, and you're making me hate cinnamon. Get out. Are you throwing me out? Yeah, I'm not throwing. I'm asking you to get out. Well, I'm asking you something. What? To love cinnamon, because I'm cinnamon boy, and I love cinnamon! Get out! God! Freak! Roger, holy migraine. Is he gone? Thank you. Good God, thank God he's gone. I'm not really gone. I was hiding behind the door, pretending I was a cinnamon stick, hiding behind the door like cinnamon! Get out! Oh, fudge! Cinnamon fudge! Get out! Whoa! Roger, I'm ending the show. I don't care what else you have for us. I'm en- I'm 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 I'm, I'm got a gr- migraine starting. It's done. Holy God! My apologies to my listeners. If I don't, uh, let's get to some announcements here. Good night, Nelly Frittato. Oh God! All right, what do we got going here? What do we got going? Uh, let's see, Vancouver. Yours truly will be in Vancouver, May eleventh to the thirteenth at Yuck Yucks Comedy Club, Vancouver, British Columbia. May eleventh to the thirteenth. Going to be great. And then uh, in June, the very first week of June, June 1st to June 4th, I'll be in uh, Tampa, Florida at the Improv in Tampa. And then mid-June, June 15th to the 18th, I'll be in Brea, California. Brea at the Improv in Brea, California. Go to harlemwilliams.com. Just click on my stand-up comedy tour link and you can find out where I am and even buy your tickets right there online, okay? And I won't be talking about cinnamon, thank God. Uh, What else? Uh, Please get our app, our free app for your phone. Just go into your app store, type in the Harlan Highway. Boom, you got a free app. You get all the latest 50 episodes of the show. But if you need more, if you need the whole damn collection of the Harlan Highway... 20 bucks a year, you become a premium member and you get the whole kit and caboodle, almost 900 episodes. Can you believe it? For $20. $20, you know, holla. Um, also, you get bonus uh, postings that I put up only for the premium members, stand up comedy, and other cool stuff. So it's well worth your 20 bucks. 
At least I think so. I hope you think so. Thank you to the premium members who have already joined. Uh, also, uh, when you're at harlanwilliams.com, if you want to write me a letter like these people did today, there's a contact link. You can write me an email. Or if you don't like writing, how about phoning? 323-739-4330. 323-739-4330. That number is at the website harlanwilliams.com, where we also have a wonderful uh, store where you can buy all kinds of DVDs, CDs, music, movies, T-shirts, digital downloads, books, children's books. I mean, I got it all going on there. So uh, I hope you get into the store and find something that you like. We just sent out one of my original uh, illustrations, a nice framed illustration to a a lucky uh, pavement pounder somewhere out in in the middle of the country. And uh, I should be putting some new artwork up there at any time. Uh, And what else? I think that's it, gang. Uh, Thank you for being here and, um, you know, tell your friends to get on the highway. Don't forget to uh, check out our our new um, rock album, The Cousins Rattlesnake Love on iTunes. Me and my cousin Kevin from the Bare Naked Ladies, we put a a beautiful uh, record out for you guys to listen to. And lastly, don't forget about my new Disney show, my animated show for you and the kids. Every Friday, it's called Puppy Dog Pals. Beautiful. People are loving it. And uh, thank you for tuning in if you're watching Puppy Dog Pals. If you're not, check it out. I think you'll enjoy it. So there you go. That's it for today. Let's close it up. Until next time, chicken chow mein, baby. Cinnamon, because I'm Cinnamon Boy, and I love Cinnamon! <laughs>